Welcome to the Womb Alchemy Podcast, your source for pulling back the veil on women's health, fertility, motherhood, and feminine spirituality. I'm Sabrina Wadania. I'm the founder of Womb Alchemist and the Rose Sciences Mastermind. I'm a certified holistic health coach, womb wellness practitioner, and fertility awareness educator. My mission is to inspire you to step fully into your wild power and sacral sovereignty through body literacy, attuning to your ancestral womb wisdom, remembering your innate moon cycle magic, and liberating your feminine radiance so that you can embody the goddess you truly are. I'm also here to support new and aspiring womb wellness practitioners in expanding their knowledge of women's health and growing their businesses and impact. I offer one-on-one mentorships for women who are ready to heal the root causes of their menstrual fertility and reproductive health challenges, and also offer online courses such as the PMS codes and get off birth control and step into sovereign womanhood. I'm also a mother of two beautiful little girls. I'm stoked you're here. I welcome you to a talk today about hormonal migraines. I actually asked the group a few weeks ago if this or a couple other topics were of highest interest and a lot of people were really interested in hormonal migraines, which breaks my heart because it means a lot of us are having hormonal migraines, so I'm glad to be able to get on here and share about that. The second most popular topic that people wanted to hear about was around preparing the womb both energetically and physically for pregnancy. So that's another topic that I will be doing upcoming. My goal is to be doing these weekly on Wednesdays, but I do have a just shy of three month old baby sleeping right near me here. So I'm still getting the flow of having a more consistent schedule around here, but that's where we're going. We're aiming to do weekly lives. So if you have any particular topics that interest you that you'd like to learn more about, Um, please make a post in the group and share. I'm sure other women are probably struggling with the same and will want to hear about it. Um, Also, a few weeks ago, I did a longer video. It was actually 30 minutes long, so it might take a minute, but um, specifically on moods and hormones. So if that interests you, scroll back down and check that out. But I should introduce myself. Um, I'm Sabrina Urania. I am a womb alchemist and hormone coach. And my mission is to help women mend their womb traumas and to harmonize their hormones so that they can look and feel and live like goddesses. So um, let's get into migraines. Let me just make sure I can see here. Okay, cool. Yes, migraines are the worst. I mean, all headaches suck, but migraines are above and beyond really terrible. And Hormonal migraines can really suck because you tend to know when they're coming. In a way, it's like better to have a one-off migraine coming out of nowhere, I suppose, than knowing each month that like these days I might be having a major headache and just like knowing that it's coming could probably be really terrible. So if you do suffer from hormonal migraines, let us know in the comments below. Maybe share a little bit about your experience. You are absolutely not alone. My mother was someone who struggled with hormonal migraines for years, and so uh, I got to see firsthand really how detrimental that could be. Um, So yeah, this is a big topic. Um, It's not like the kind of thing where you can go about your day continuously and act like there's nothing going on. It's not like a subtle headache in the background that just kind of slightly annoying. Migraines can make it so any light, any sound, 
Any interesting smells are all overwhelming. They can make you nauseous. Um, you tend to have to lie kind of in a dark room and be in total silence and just kind of be with it until it's over. So um, I'm gonna share about some preventative techniques that are helpful, as well as maybe a few things you can do to support yourself when you're in the throes of a migraine. Um, what makes hormonal migraines different than other migraines or migraines that men tend to have, like cluster migraines, is that in women, it tends to be triggered by a drop in estrogen in the luteal phase of our cycles. So that's why it's often seen as a PMS symptom to have headaches right before your period. Um, so think about it for a second in your cycle. If you tend to be someone who gets these migraines, is it usually happening for you around that time? Like the week or a few days leading up to your period or maybe right at the beginning of your period. Um, it can happen at other times, obviously, but it's usually not related to the hormones in that case. It can often be triggered by food, barometric pressure drop, or something else going on. Um, so yeah, that's the main thing. It's basically around a drop in um, estrogen. So that's actually really normal in our cycles, right? So it's normal that after ovulation, your estrogen levels begin to decline and your progesterone levels ideally are raising because you've ovulated. Um, but it can, if it happens where it's sort of a sharp dropping off, um, that's a sign of a hormonal imbalance. So if you're getting menstrual migraines as a regular occurrence, don't ignore it. It's really something that needs to be addressed and it's a sign of a deeper issue. And that deeper issue can be related to, and these are the most common culprits, estrogen dominance, uh, issues with your thyroid, cortisol, um, and also can be related to nutrient deficiencies. So there's ways to figure out which one of those might apply to you, um, but a lot of these preventative measures are gonna work in all of those cases. So here's some statistics. 70% of female migraine, migraine sufferers get them right before or right at the beginning of their period. Kitty's getting into stuff. So what does the typical kind of recommendations look like? You know, your OBGYN or doctor might prescribe hormonal birth control to deal with this. And I can talk about hormonal birth control forever since it's something that I feel very strongly about. But specifically in this case, there is a risk for everyone with hormonal birth control for um, uh, stroke. There's a greater risk of stroke. But with women who get migraines, that percentage of risk is actually much higher. Um, so something to consider. The other issue or with their go-to recommendations is like, you know, taking something like ibuprofen or just an over-the-counter painkiller. And that's often how a lot of us kind of manage to get through when we're dealing with something like a hormonal migraine. Um, but it's important to know too, that if you're relying on those and you're taking them regularly, they can actually really mess with your hormones. What it can do if you're taking, um, uh, some, like for instance, ibuprofen consistently is that it can suppress your ovulation when you take them. So it's best to try to avoid it unless you really need to take it, which of course is totally understandable, but not kind of as your like go-to way of dealing with it that can really throw your hormones off even more and actually can make your hormones worse. So the best measures are preventative measures. Um, first off, I think a good thing to talk about is things that you can avoid that are often big triggers for uh, hormonal migraines. And the number one culprit in that realm is uh, gluten and basically wheat. So if that's something that you uh, have consistently in your diet and you've not been sure if that might be contributing it to it or possibly other symptoms that you have, it's great to try an elimination diet and take it out for a while, you know, something around a month to three months, and then slowly reintroduce and see if your migraines uh, have gotten better or come back. 
um, with reintroducing it because that tends to be a very common trigger for migraines for uh, people. And, and that's not even just hormonal migraines, but really um, across the entirety of your cycle, it can trigger them. Um, so the first thing that I recommend for clients that I see that have hormonal migraines is magnesium. And probably that's the most common recommendation I give to everyone that I see is that we all struggle with um, magnesium deficiencies. And a lot of it has to do with um, the state of the soil that we're growing our food in is majorly deficient now in mineral content, particularly magnesium. Um, so we can all use more mag. But studies have shown that 50% of migraine sufferers are deficient. So there can be a major link there. And some of the things that magnesium really helps with is it helps with reducing inflammation. It helps to calm your nervous system down and it can prevent pain that you get in migraines by promoting um, this neurotransmitter, I'm sorry, by suppressing a neurotransmitter that's really common in migraine cases. So it works on a bunch of different sort of levels to support migraines. Um, and it might be something that you'll need to take for several months before you see a, a difference in it. And oftentimes the dosage is one that you want to up around the time that you would be getting a migraine. So during your luteal phase, that's when you typically get them. Another thing that's really helpful um, and another big recommendation I give to women for hormone balance in general too is B vitamins. Your multivitamin has them, but it's often the case that your multivitamin might not have enough to specifically address the um, health issues that you're struggling with, especially if you're trying to use a supplement like a multivitamin um, to, as like a treatment plan for things that are bothering you. That tends to be a baseline for people who are normal, healthy adults, but not necessarily for women who are struggling with something and trying to use um, a supplement as a means to treat it. Um, so when it comes to B vitamins and migraines, actually B2, also known as riboflavin, tends to be the most potent to help with reducing frequency of migraines. And sometimes migraines can be linked to a gene mutation. You may have seen it known as MTHFR. Um, and so the taking of B vitamins, particularly B2, actually improves the function um, of that gene. And it's, it's really common. Something like one in three people have this gene mutation. A lot of people can take a test to find out if they have it, but just in general, B vitamins are great for women. Um, and often you need it in higher doses, like I just said, for migraine prevention, then you might see as listed on the bottle. So like in my case, I do take a prenatal multivitamin that I've been taking since before I had my little girl, but I also take an additional B complex to get enough of the B vitamins. And B vitamins being water soluble vitamins are ones that you know your body will use as much as it needs and you'll just pee out the rest. So there really isn't a danger in taking too much if you're taking a supplement that has B vitamins like multi and then an additional B complex. Sometimes it's just giving you the right dosage that you actually need to supplement with for a deficiency um, or to treat a condition. Okay, the last uh, suggestion that I have for preventative care for menstrual migraines is bioidentical micronized progesterone cream. So this isn't like the progestins in hormonal birth control, which is a synthetic progesterone. This is a cream. Uh, it's also not your typical wild yam cream, although sometimes they do include wild yam in it. And oftentimes micronized progesterone is um, created from wild yam cream. But this is one that the body recognizes as being um, the hormone like exactly in structure. That's why it's called bioidentical. And it can make a real major difference for a lot of PMS conditions, but specifically for menstrual migraines, it is like the major go-to if nothing else has worked. 
Um, it's really best to get your hormone levels checked before you start supplementing with um, a bioidentical progesterone um, so you know where you're at. I do work with some at-home hormone tests that you can order yourself uh, via a link that I'll include below um, in the comments. But it's helpful to know, and it's also really important with progesterone cream to have the right dosage and the right application, and sometimes that's changing throughout the course of using it. So it's really best to work with someone who is knowledgeable um, regarding that topic if you decide to go that route. So all the ones that I just mentioned are preventative treatments, but um, so which requires that they need to be taken for a couple months before you're really going to see a difference. So don't expect to take this overnight or right when you have a migraine, some take a B vitamin or magnesium and see it making a difference. This is meant to be taken for several months to begin to actually rebalance your hormones, um, address any nutrient deficiencies, so that for the long term, you could stop having hormonal migraines in the future. So it's more of a long game, um, but you really have to trust it and stick with it if you don't want to suffer. Um, some of the things I want to mention that are not preventative but can help during an episode of a hormonal migraine is ensuring that you're hydrated, drinking enough water. So make sure you stay drinking water, add some mineral drops to it or a little salt um, to make sure that you're getting the electrolytes that you need, but drink enough water. And then um, something that I like to do when I have migraines or any other kind of headaches is a nice blend of lavender and peppermint essential oil and just taking some time to you know, massage it into my temples, into my jawline, behind the neck. Um, but those are two oils that have been really shown in studies to support pain management. Um, and so really the, the experience of pain that you have during the migraine can be lessened significantly. Okay, so I think I did well in trying to keep to a, a shorter video this time. Um, so if you're struggling with hormonal migraines and need support, please feel free to send me a DM. I'd love to help you out and work with you. Um, meanwhile, I'm still working away on my online course, Womb Alchemy, that'll be launching over the next couple months. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise, I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope these tips helped and um, we'll see you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Womb Alchemy podcast. Make sure that you check out my website for access to resources, courses, and other ways to work with me at sabrinaurania.com. Take a screenshot and tag me in your IG stories, and each month you'll be entered into a drawing to win a free womb attunement session. Till next time.